Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. beautiful souls and welcome back to the podcast my name is deandre nicolette if you're new here my love welcome i'm super excited to have you tuned in for your first ever episode of manifest daily and of course to my og listeners y'all know the vibes okay hey girl hey hey boy hey what's poppin what's good welcome back to another episode of your fave it's been a minute since I've sat down at my desk and recorded a podcast episode, so I feel kind of, like, I feel a little bit weird getting back into it. I feel like, I don't know, you know when you've just, like, been away from something for a little bit of time, and so, like, getting back into it, it feels like, what is that saying? Like, you're getting back on the bike. Like, I'm used to, you know, setting up my equipment and kind of, like, starting the episode off, but it still feels a little bit weird. So, I'm excited for today's episode. It is the first ever, the first ever, it is not the first ever anything, actually. It's the first of the month, so happy April. Happy April Fool's Day. But it's also the day of the energy report release, so I'm really excited for this one we're chatting about all of the things that are happening in astrology in the month of april or all of the major things at least i don't cover like uh like literally everything because there's so many things and i'm still learning but we cover the major things and then we dive into some card uh readings some like tarot or oracle card readings at the end depending on what i guess i'm called to today but before we dive in i kind of want to do like a little check-in a little catch-up chat with y'all a bit as per usual in these episodes and in these intros. So yeah, it's been um, a couple weeks since we've had a chat simply because I decided to take like an, a little break from the show. So I originally intended to take the entire month of April off. Like that was my plan. I was going to record everything that was in my content calendar up until the end of March and then just kind of like use that last episode of March to be like, hey guys, taking a break for the month of April. I'm traveling. I'm going to visit my friend B and her partner in New Jersey in April. So I kind of wanted to have like that time to travel, catch up on my nine to five work, just kind of like, I don't know, just have a little bit of breathing room. And I just, <laughs> so I, I ended up taking my break sort of in an impromptu way and in an unplanned way, just cause you know what they always say, right? You plan, God laughs. And that was kind of like my experience in March. I feel like the entire, like I've said this in like I kid you not, like every episode this year so far, this year just has something different about it, baby. Like the energy going crazy, okay? It's like things are just coming in left and right. Things are happening so quickly, but it's it's a lot of good things or a lot of things that I think are for our growth, for our evolution, even though they may not be things that we enjoy. And so like March, I feel like has been a month of just things happening left and right and center and like all over the place it's chaotic it's been frustrating it's been just yeah it's been like a lot in the month of March so in March I actually went on a trip to California for work if you follow me on Instagram I was like kind of I guess like not even vlogging I was just showing some of um what I was experiencing on stories over on Instagram and so I went to Sausalito and we were in the town of Marin and it was so pretty there like I've never been to Europe haven't been to Europe yet (laughs) wink planning playing myself a little trip but I have never been to Europe but like whenever I think of like Europe and just like the walkability of like the cities like the major cities or even like the countryside and kind of like these like boutiques and just the vibes like that is what Marin reminded me of like we stayed at the oh shoot I forget what it's called it was like the Casablanca Casablanca hotel I think either way it was right by the water so I was there for a leadership retreat for work and it was just basically me and the rest of the leadership team getting together to kind of chat about like company goals like what we're working on you know things about like our teams just kind of like a general 
let's get together and talk about the direction of the company. But it was also really cool because I work remotely 100%. So I've only met a couple of people on my team. I've met a couple of people that I manage, but then I've also met a couple of people on the leadership team. And then I've met my boss, but I haven't met like the full team. So I got to meet everyone. And it was really cool because it's like there are people that I interact with on an almost daily basis that I've only ever seen them on like a picture or only ever seen them like in a Zoom meeting. So to be able to actually see these people in person and be like, wow, this is, you know, this is you, like you're real IRL. Um, it was really cool. Like I said, we were on the water, which was absolutely gorgeous. Like I've never been the kind of person where I was like, oh, I would love to live by the water or I need to be on the water or anything like that. I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm in a very like landlocked area. Um, there are lakes and stuff here, but I've, I've never really been to any of them but I, I don't mind that typically but something about being by the water in Marin was just absolutely rejuvenating I remember there was one morning I woke up and I was like I'm gonna take like a little walk to a coffee shop and so I just took a nice little walk down to a coffee shop walked by the water got myself a latte walked back there was another day that I walked to the office and it was just really peaceful it was gorgeous there and it was a really beautiful experience so y'all know I was like talking to someone I think I've alluded to it on a couple of different episodes and if you've been around you know this podcast for at least the last few months I would say you know that a, a big part of something that I share on the show is like my dating experience my dating life simply because it is a big part of the the current chapter that I'm going through and the current lessons that I'm learning a lot of the lessons I think I'm learning are related to independence just kind of me kind of figuring out who I am in this chapter and section of my life but then also what that means for the type of partner that I'm calling in the type of community that I'm calling in the type of career that I'm creating for myself it's it's a lot of different things but I do talk about dating a lot on here just because it is it is a part of my life it's so funny I was actually chatting with my friend T yesterday and I was like I used to think that I talked about dating like a lot like I was like am I annoying like do I talk like do I make that my entire personality or something and she literally was like it's so funny because she was like you don't actually talk about like guys you're dating a lot she's like maybe on the podcast you do because a lot of my content on here like lately I think has been about like dating and the frustration of dating and dating apps and whatever but she was like your actual friends who like know you in real life know that you mainly talk about like getting to the bag you talk about your career you talk about like bossing up you talk about like making yourself a better person and like living the life that you want to live she's like men are like maybe like 20% of like what you ever talk about but mostly you talk about getting to this bag and I find that so funny because again like I just had I just had this like insecurity of like oh my god do I talk about do I talk about this too much but it's what I'm going through right so I share I share my current experiences so anyway so I was seeing someone and this was actually someone that I was seeing for the first like since January which again if you've been around long enough you would know that I haven't had like the like not necessarily the best experience but I just have had an experience in dating where it's been a lot of like meeting people meeting cool people meeting you know great guys or maybe some not so great guys but not really having any sort of situation that's been one that's continued on you know what I mean like it's always like I'll get up to like the third day if you listen to my infamous um the third day episode where I talk about how I always get to this third day and then it kind of you know it either things break off or that's kind of like the curse of the third date is that you get there but it never goes past that listen to that if you haven't but yeah so that's kind of been my experience like getting to the third date and never really going past that so this person that I was seeing like we went past the third date like way beyond that we spent a lot of time together and when I was in Sausalito that uh situation came to an end and it was a bit of an abrupt ending actually not even a bit it was definitely incredibly abrupt and so you know I remember like that whole thing taking place like one of the days that I was there and you got to remember like I'm also at this work event right so I'm there and obviously if you're at a work event you're being professional or trying to get to know your co-workers like all these different things and so like this happens and I mean granted this is not someone I was dating for like years and years and years right but it was still someone that I saw things progressing with and so it coming to an end abruptly while I'm on this trip was really shitty to experience like it was really really just not ideal and you know is there ever a good time for anything really 
it probably not especially for something like this but it was just like probably one of the worst times and I remember you know chatting with T that day because I sent her texts like while everything was happening and love T because she called me like you know how sometimes when you're going through a thing like you almost don't want to burden anyone with that thing or maybe that's just me but sometimes you kind of don't want to burden your friends or your family with whatever you're feeling but she called me and you know we had a chat and it was just really what I needed at the time because I am definitely a big believer in you know closed doors leading to open doors in other areas leading to better things in your life and I think that I don't find it coincidental at all that this happened very soon after my Saturn return has started if you are again caught up on the episodes you will know that I've spent quite a few episodes lately discussing Saturn returns specifically because of the fact that I started mine and if you have Saturn in Pisces you're also going through yours it was just kind of like a shitty situation but I was like you know what Saturn the universe God source you know whatever you want to attribute these chain of events to in life like I firmly believe doesn't ever take something away without the intention of replacing it with something better So as much as, you know, that was incredibly abrupt and just not (laughs) ideal. And, you know, this is someone that after two years of being single was like the first person that I was like, oh, this is this is moving towards a relationship. And obviously that is no longer the case. So it's kind of like mourning that possibility. But then also you know, putting myself back out there has been, has been a a process, (laughs) has been a process, I will say. So that kind of happened. And I think, you know, again, it was throughout this time while I was like on this trip, but the trip actually turned out to be so amazing after that. It was, I remember connecting with my coworkers on like this deeper level. And the day that this happened, you know, I was, pretty upset before talking to Tolu but then we had a chat and I was like you know what I I'm gonna make the most out of this trip like this I don't know when I'll see these people again I don't know when I'll have this opportunity to be in the city again to do these things and I don't want to you know not really like take advantage of the situation and the beauty of it so I you know went to all the dinners and like it was just so much fun just connecting with the team on a deeper level and and really for me it was also a reminder of my value at the company and I think that sometimes you know working remotely and being physically removed from your coworkers, it kind of becomes easy for you to feel siloed off from your team and specifically at work because it is a remote environment it's easy to also feel siloed off from the other teams and it can feel very isolating I am so grateful for remote work and to be able to do the things that I do and have the privileges that I have don't get me wrong but I also think that with remote work it can get a little bit lonely sometimes especially because y'all have heard me talk about this so many times that you know living here I'm, I'm a bit of a loner like I don't know if I've ever used those words before I've always said like oh I'm kind of introverted or oh like I really like time by myself but to be quite fucking real with y'all I am a loner <laughs> like I I stay by myself a lot of the times and for the most part I love it (laughs) for the most part it brings me a lot of peace because there's no one around me to disturb my peace but there are days and times where I'm reminded that we are social beings and social creatures and you know that's when I always say I'm, I'm booking a trip to go see my friends or I'm planning a trip with friends because I'm like okay I need to like tap into some of that quality friendship time yeah it was just really really nice to kind of see everyone I feel like I was saying something else, but I've, I've gone on so far of a tangent now that I cannot return to what the fuck I was trying to say before. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, it was, a, it was a really good time and I'm grateful for it. And, you know, even though I went into that trip with like one version of reality and I came out on the other side, you know, with a completely what feels like a completely different version of reality, I think that, you know, everything happens as it should. And so I'm just rolling with it. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm rolling with it. So yeah. Um, so look forward to more, more of the dating saga content coming soon to a podcast near you. Literally we're back on the abs and you know, have things changed over there? No, 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 no. Um, (laughs) I try to like go in with this like positive mindset and I feel like for the most part I do, but what's so funny, what's so funny is like, I, 
had like matched with this one guy and we were like chatting and he says this thing about how well actually no it was like two different guys so like basically both of them ended up saying you know with like different words but like the same thing about me being like just very like giving off this vibe of like having my shit together like giving off this vibe of like I know what I want I have my shit together I think that sometimes like with that vibe of like having your shit together which granted none of us really kind of like fully have anything all the way together to be quite clear with you but that vibe of like having your shit together or that vibe of knowing what you want I think for some people can come off as like very intimidating or like intense and for a long time I think I was like I almost tried to cover that up a little bit like I tried to kind of come off less intimidating or less intense and you know because I was like I don't want to scare these men away because I don't want to come off like so you know (laughs) so intense and I don't know if I think it's one me getting older two Pluto and Aquarius baby listen go listen to that last energy report because Pluto is in Aquarius a little bit it's gonna be there in 2024 for like the next two decades it's a really big transformation that Aquarius risings uh myself included are going through but I think like it's a a combination of me getting older me just being like so fucking over it like I'm just I'm so over it in terms of the dating thing and just like me really like maybe it's like also me and my villain era a little bit where I'm just like I refuse to like downplay who I am anymore you know what I mean and it wasn't like I was doing it on a very intense level like it wasn't like showing up as this completely different person but it was something like you know I would just be like just try to be a little bit less intense like if I had these like really serious questions I'd be like okay maybe I don't ask this right now because I don't know them as much yet like maybe I wait a little bit that that type of thing I don't give a single fuck anymore (laughs) I when I tell you I just I can't care I can't care anymore. And so like this morning I was like talking to this one dude and I forget what I even said to him. Oh, it's because on his profile it said um, on Bumble you can choose like whether you're looking for a relationship, casual, marriage, or you don't know. And his said, I don't know. And so I was like, what did I say? I was like, I don't, how the fuck did I, how do I phrase it? I think I said something like, oh, shoot, I don't know where my phone is right now, but I said something along the lines of like, I think you know exactly what you want, but you're just afraid to say it. And he was like, he was like, is that, are you assuming that? Cause I'm a guy, da, da, da. And I was like, it has nothing to do with like, you know, your sex or your gender, like how you identify. For me, it's just more that I feel like we all deep down know what we want. And I think sometimes like, you know, because of the societal pressures or the fear of like coming off, you know, I, I feel like it's this fear of coming off as polarizing. Whether you say I want a relationship or whether you say I want something casual, either one of those are you're standing on the side, you're choosing, right? And I think it, it can come off as polarizing because you're essentially eliminating some people who are like, I only want casual or whatever the case is versus saying I don't know what I want kind of puts you in like a neutral spot you're like I could lean either way and for me it's just like it's a cop-out move it's like say what you fucking want because you know what you want right and so as we get into the conversation it is revealed (laughs) that he does indeed want a relationship but it's more that he didn't want to say it and I think with something like that I would have in the past maybe not come in so hot with like a you know what you want but you're too afraid to say it because I'd be like okay that's a little it's a little intense but that's just who I am right these are the things that I think and these are the things I want to say and I feel like I'm just so tired of this label of being intense or this label of being like a deep thinker because I said something else and he was like oh whoa like those are really deep thoughts for like the morning like dude I can have deep thoughts whenever they're not like exclusive to the afternoon (laughs) you know what I mean but I think it's just these labels of like intensity or you know being ambitious or being very honest or being being very intentional even like knowing what you want and not and and being like I'm not afraid to go after what I want I think a lot of these like attributes are very like people associate them with masculinity and men so when a man is like I know what I want I'm gonna get it like it's attractive he's hot he's he's the cool guy right when a guy is very much like intense he's like ooh, you're like oh my god he's so intense like that is so attractive when a guy is just very like forthcoming and transparent you're so into it but I think when women do it right especially when we talk about heterosexual women um in these like traditional 
understandings of like femininity and masculinity when women do these things or when they portray these attributes I think for a lot of people it's off-putting it's like oh my god she's so intense like that's too much it's like oh my god she she's so aggressive she's so ambitious like she needs to chill out like chill out a little bit it's like why (laughs) why please please enlighten me because I am missing the point I'm 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 clearly not understanding something here so I'm just so over it and I'm like if I if being like my true self showing up as the person who is very forthcoming transparent is the person like I'm the person I'm gonna ask you the fucking hard questions because guess what I don't want to sit here like yeah I can you know be like fun and we can you know talk like just literally watch love is blind and talk shit like and watch the episode like that's one of my favorite things to do okay but at the same time like I want to ask those deeper questions I want to ask you about your goals and your ambitions and like why your last relationship ended and what you really want in life and like if you're afraid of death like all of these things right but I also can just like have fun and chill and like we can and even the deep conversations can be chill too like they can be fun doesn't mean that they have to be like this serious thing where you're like oh my god you're so buttoned up having this conversation it's like let's have fun let's laugh let's talk about life (sighs) anyways that's to say that the dating saga dating sagas dating saga stories um stay tuned (laughs) stay tuned although i will say with my newfound lack of fucks i didn't i didn't even think i could lose anymore i did not think I could lose any more fucks, but here we are. (laughs) Here we are. But I do think with this um, new revelation that it's giving very much pulling even less dates than I was before, you know? So with that being said, the the dating stories are back, but the frequency, you know, at which they're back, I, I can't comment on that just yet. Can't comment. So last thing before we dive into this episode and if you don't like the long intros because i know sometimes you know y'all don't like long intros um timestamps are always down below for these okay so some energy reports shorter intros some of them i have more to say but if you're ever listening to these and you're like so over it you're like what the fuck is she talking about and you're like i just want to hear what's going on in the cosmos this month like i don't i don't care about your lattes i don't care about your dating problems well probably also not the show for you but the timestamps are down below so do feel free to skip the intros if that is where you're at okay last thing last little housekeeping thing is that we still are booking for the bali trip this is happening may 2024 and we like it's just gonna be a turn up i'm so excited like i'm planning so many different travels in like the next year because i'm just like i (laughs) listen nothing is holding me back nothing is holding me here i'm even like contemplating like do i want to leave dallas like i don't even know guys i don't know i don't know when you have options you're just like i don't know what i want to (laughs) do but um but no we're still booking spots for the bali trip i think we have about 10 spots now something like that i forget the number either way i know what's probably gonna happen is that a lot of y'all are waiting until later to book your spot um i would say if you have the money for the deposit now just like book it now because you can literally pay it off on your own time up until i believe 90 days before the trip and it's literally in may of next year so you have like what's 90 days before that let's see may april march you have to like early march to pay it off of next year so if you are like oh i i want to take my time like get the money together you can definitely do that but you can still make sure that your spot is secured so make sure that you do that if you're interested the itinerary all the things that we're doing all the dates all that gets up is on the page the trip page you can catch it on my website which has now been launched so you can just go to my website which is themanifestdaily.com you can go to the what section is it i think it's events if you hit events on my website you'll be um, brought to the bali trip page you can also go to the link down in the show notes and you can access it from there but either way it'll have all the information that you need so i'm really excited for that trip i'm excited to meet y'all i know we have our geneva group going and we've kind of been talking about like all the different things like the money that we're bringing and the the food and like the language and like the actual itinerary and just like the logistics of planning the trip so it's really really exciting and i feel like hopefully this one goes really well i mean i only foresee it going well but if it does i definitely plan to do additional trips for the manifest daily community in the future i think the next one we might actually be doing italy hasn't been confirmed yet but if you have ever wanted to go to italy have never been to italy that will probably be happening in late 2024 so stay tuned for that but 
Okay, my loves, I'm going to pause here. I'm probably going to go get some of my nine to five work done, come back and then record the energy part of this episode. And we can dive into like the tea of what's going on in the cosmos. So grab yourself a little snack or a drink, whatever you need. Um, I'm going to grab myself some water. My throat's a little parched. And then uh, let's go ahead and dive into the energy report for April 2023. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop, one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2 and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily that's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily check it out say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill So we're starting off the month hot. Okay. Well, it's a little bit lukewarm. I won't even lie to you. It's a little lukewarm. Okay. But on April 3rd, Mercury enters Taurus. Now, if you are new to my energy reports, or perhaps you're a little bit unfamiliar with the energy of Mercury, Mercury, that's like a hard word to say. Okay. But Mercury, Mercury is the planet that rules the mind. It rules communication and messages. So whenever we talk about like Mercury being retrograde, We're mostly talking about things going awry. We're talking about miscommunications. We're talking about like altogether chaos. People are like always afraid. It's nothing to fear. We actually have a retrograde in Mercury at the end of this month, which we'll get into later, but it really is nothing to fear. This month when Mercury enters Taurus, it's entering this like stable and practical energy that the sign of Taurus brings. And it brings that stable and practical energy of Taurus to our thoughts, to our approaches when it comes to communication, messages, that kind of thing. So with Mercury, Mercury and Taurus were influenced by the values that are rooted in stability and we might find ourselves focusing on how we can create strong foundations in the Mercury ruled areas of our lives. So again, communication, um, messages, things that have to do with like our mindset, perhaps our thoughts, that kind of thing. The energy of this transit is very much like, does it make sense? Is it logical? Is it practical? Okay. With Mercury and Taurus, we're able to see the real and tangible repercussions of our words and our thoughts as they manifest in our physical worlds. So this isn't a time where your like head is in the clouds and you're like, oh, I'ma just think it and I'ma just move through the world like this and I'ma hope that it happens. It's very much like, okay, if you're thinking about the big dreams that you have, if you are saying something, if you are communicating something either to yourself or to other people, you're asking yourself 
yourself whether or not those thoughts, those words, those things are rooted in grounded uh, intentions. Are they rooted in reality? Are they rooted in practicality? Okay. So this transit asks us to consider whether or not the things on our minds are making sense or do we need to be for real and truly reevaluate their tangible possibility. This is a time where you are speaking confidently. You're being very logical when it comes to your decision making. You're sharp witted. You're on point. You're checking your boxes twice before making decisions, before speaking aloud. It's very much that practical, like I said, grounded, logical, earthly Taurus vibe. So some of y'all would argue that Tauruses are stubborn. Okay. And as a fellow Taurus, I would just like to say, we are not stubborn. <laughs> we are fixed earth signs. And so when we believe something or when we are, you know, we're like locked into an idea, we're very much like locked into the idea. And it can take a bit of, you know, extra maneuvering for us to change whatever perception or perspective that we do have. So with Mercury stationed in Taurus during this time, you might feel compelled to like stand your ground, be stubborn, quote unquote, when it comes to like debates or conversations, chats with other people. You might just be like a little bit less open-minded, a little bit less open to other ideas or seeing, you know, someone else's perspective or something like that. But this is also a really good reminder to be flexible, be flexible with your thoughts, be open-minded, even as you do adopt this very like Korean energy when it comes to Mercury being in Taurus around this time. Okay, y'all. I feel like my brain is literally so frazzled today. So please bear with me as we get through this energy report. But April 6th, we have a full moon in Libra. So Libra is ruled by Venus and it typically is associated with things like beauty, balance, relationships, and harmony. So when we have this full moon in Libra, we're really considering our relationships with others and whether or not there is actually a true balance. Because the full moon is also about culminations, the closing out of certain cycles, things like that, some of us may end certain relationships simply because of a long-standing imbalance and just us kind of coming to terms with that and recognizing that that is the energy of that relationship. This is also a time where we begin to truly understand whether or not the relationships in our lives are fueling us in the same ways that we're fueling them or in the same ways that we're pouring into them. So I always think about the full moon again as a time of culminations, things sort of coming to a head, you know, wrapping up of a cycle. And I feel like this is going to be a time where as we're looking at the relationships around us, we're kind of trying to figure out, you know, is this something that we want to move forward with as we kind of continue on in our year, continue on in the next stage of our life, the next chapter of our lives. And when we say relationships, you know, I always want to say this doesn't have to be romantic. It could be, but it could very well be a platonic relationship, a familial relationship. It it may even be a relationship with something like a job or like a home or something else, right? Relationship is, is literally very an all-encompassing word and it can be used to describe many different things that we are participating with or interacting with in relation to ourselves. So I have a couple journal prompts for you all. You know I love to do the journal prompts for the full and new moon. If you're driving as you're listening to this episode, I'll have the journal prompts down in the show notes so you can always return to this episode and either listen to this again or perhaps just check out the show notes for the journal prompts. So the first question that we have is how do I feel about the relationships with those closest to me and where do I feel the need to ask for more support? So again, really highlighting and emphasizing this idea that we are checking in to see whether something feels imbalanced or not. Second question, what do I need to let go of in order to achieve a healthier balance in my life and in these particular relationships? The third journal prompt and question that we have is which relationships bring me joy and feel harmonious in my life? How can I continue to express gratitude for these relationships? So yeah, I love these prompts. I think this is going to be a really powerful and just kind of like eye-opening full moon. Let me not get ahead of myself because we do have an eclipse coming up and I, I can't wait for us to get into that energy, but I do think this one is going to be very, very eye-opening and I'm excited to go through it and experience it with y'all. On April 11th, 
Venus enters Gemini. As a native Venus in Gemini, I am so excited for this transit, okay? Venus in Gemini can often get a bad rap when it comes to being in love or when it comes to like love in general because people tend to relate Venus in Gemini energy to like hoish behavior or to someone who is very like unsteady, afraid of commitment, that kind of thing, which let me just say, okay, y'all know one thing about me. Okay. I might have a little bit of a fear of commitment. Let's, let's be for real here. I might have a little bit of a fear, but you know, I think it's balanced out by my grounded Taurus energy, my fixed Aquarian energy. So yeah, let me, let me just say that. But when Venus is in Gemini, we tend to approach love with more of like this lighthearted and playful energy, right? This is kind of what Gemini brings to the table. There is a focus on mental stimulation and communication playing a huge role in our connections, and we're drawn to these playful, flirty conversations. So if you've ever met a native Venus in Gemini, hi. <laughs> like we tend to just kind of be those people that when we're having a random conversation with someone, like people just think we're flirting all the time. Like I can literally just chat it up with someone and it gives off that vibe when half the time I'm like not flirting. Or sometimes we flirt, but it's like for fun. It's almost kind of like just seeing what the vibe is giving. You know what I mean? Like you have no intentions of actually pursuing that person or making it a thing, but it's just like flirting is so fun. There's something fun about the witty banter, about going back and forth, about making sure or like checking out to see if someone is on that same like mental playing field as you and that's what venus and gemini is about it's like let's flirt let's banter let's play let's like be like childlike and have fun and be happy and joyful but it doesn't necessarily have to always lead to something there is you know fulfillment in the playfulness of the flirting and like of that chase and that game kind of so again not hoish behavior but like it's just vibes we just vibe and that's what it is okay gemini also likes variety and i think again and this gets a bad rep. Like when people talk about Gemini, people get so mad. And I love Gemini. Again, I have Venus and Gemini, Mercury and Gemini. So I think because I tend to lead with a lot of that energy sometimes when it comes to like my thoughts and how I approach like dating and life and it's just very playful and fun. This idea of spontaneity or this idea of a variety rather for me is very native and, and makes a lot of sense. But I think there are a lot of people that fear variety, especially when it comes to love, because it almost suggests that there isn't a need to settle down and kind of adhere to some of the more traditional views of like love and monogamy in that way. But again, this doesn't mean that someone who has Venus and Gemini or Venus and Gemini energy doesn't necessarily mean that you are afraid of settling down or that you don't necessarily want commitment. And of course, we also know that relationships can look differently, right? There is monogamy, but there's also polyamory. Like I said that correctly, um, but there are different types of relationships. So even just assuming that monogamy is the end all be all or the standard for relationships is very um, exclusive of every other relationships that exists in this world. <laughs> Struggling with my words here. So Gemini does like variety. And again, people tend to connect that to promiscuous behavior when it comes to this Venus and Gemini energy. But what we're seeing here is that if Venus and Gemini is bored, it's going to move on. Okay. And this is like the similar vibe and energy that we have during this transit. Singles and couples, y'all are going to find yourself being more playful and flirty during this time. So if you're single, you're out on the town, you might just like be flirting with people just for the, the fun of it. Like it might not even be something like you like that person and you think they're cute, but you're like, I just want to test my skills. I want to see where I'm at. Like, I just want to flirt. And if you're coupled, it might be this time where it's like your partner's just looking extra scrumptious to you. And you're like, I just want to flirt. Like, Zaddy, come here. Let me talk to you real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just for fun and you're having fun. It's very playful, again, very lighthearted. So this is also a time where we can choose to approach love with this like childlike innocence, okay? It's not weighed down by the seriousness that Venus and other, you know, placements or Venus and other signs rather can experience. So if we're talking about like a Venus and Capricorn for example like that can have a bit more of like a serious like buttoned up like commit to me now energy and I know we talked about this transit in a previous uh energy report because I remember talking about that and being like I think it was around December possibly January that Venus was in Capricorn and we were talking about this energy of like people committing and being like
like what is it that you want what is it that you're here for like talk to me nice but also talk to me for real for real and like tell me are we are we going together or not okay I said that really weird but you guys get the vibe okay so since Venus also concerns money matters aesthetics that kind of vibe we might also find ourselves purchasing things that help to like aid our mental stimulation so you might be going to the bookstore girl you might be going to some classes some pottery classes you might be like listen I want to learn more I want to start a new hobby I want to try new things I want to return to the hobbies that I had when I was like a kid and the things that made me so so happy or I want to like invest in like the new tools that can make me happy so like you might go to like create and barrel and buy like a pasta maker so specific I'm thinking of buying a pasta maker but you might go buy a pasta maker because you're like I want to get into making pasta I want to get into like trying these fun things but it's not something where you're like I'm gonna become a chef but you're like I want to get a pasta maker just because I want to try this out and have fun so really playful time we might also see that play out too with our aesthetics like just you trying different um ways of like dressing or your aesthetic and it's something where maybe you're putting on outfits that just feel fun and you're not thinking so deeply into it like oh my god this shade of blue doesn't match with this shade of white or whatever and you're like I'm just putting this on because like I vibe with it it's fun it's cute I don't really care like I'm having fun I'm playing dress up like I was doing when I was a kid so I love this I'm so excited for this transit hopefully it aids my love life like this is like my hope because I again am a native Venus and Gemini so anyone that's trying not to talk to me hit me up April 11th <laughs> no but seriously if you are also a native Venus and Gemini um get excited this is good stuff for us About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you wanna take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, let's dive into the solar eclipse, which is taking place on April 20th. So Aries is ruled by Mars. Aries is a fiery fiery sign in the last energy report i know we talked about aries season kicking off our new astrological new year and also about aries having the potential to bring up this like fresh go-getter energy this new beginning energy this like i am ready to shine my light in this world energy okay 
it's very much this vibe of like ask for forgiveness and not for permission. It's one where we are invited to move swiftly and we're invited to move with conviction. This is an incredibly powerful solar eclipse and also our second new moon in Aries. So a solar eclipse happens when the moon passes between the sun and the earth and the moon casts a shadow on the sun. And this can bring about some very chaotic and intense energy. So for that reason, whenever I watch any videos that are about like new moons and full moons, when any astrologer or anyone you know, who's like into this kind of stuff is talking about eclipses specifically. They talk about not doing any sort of manifestation ritual specifically around eclipse times, just because the energy can be very unstable, very chaotic, and just kind of like, I don't know, very random. But of course, please follow what feels aligned for you. I in particular don't really do a lot of like manifestation rituals anymore or like around the new and full moons in particular. I mean, I do things a little differently now, so I most likely won't be doing anything around this time unless it feels aligned to me. Effects of the eclipse can be felt for months after it happens. So if nothing happens like on April 20th exactly, and again, this is also dependent on time. So like some astrologers say April 19th, some say 20th. It's on the time zone I didn't put time zones in my notes so just in case you're hearing someone say April 19th and you're like Tianja what are you talking about it's just because of time zone okay so effects of the eclipse can be felt like I said for months after so if nothing happens to you on the day of this doesn't mean that nothing is coming and nothing is going to happen it's basically you know an eclipse is basically setting us up for long-term changes so what happens is things are churning and things are happening behind the scenes so you know if there is an ending or if there's a beginning happening doors are closing and other doors are opening it's something that's happening over a longer period of time it's not necessarily like oh my god it's eclipse day like everything burns to the ground today and that's it it's not not essentially that like that chaotic <laughs> So because this is in the sign of Aries with the next eclipse taking place in uh, the sign of Libra later this year, there's a focus on independence, okay? There's a focus on this desire to take risks, to take leaps, and essentially for us to like stand up for ourselves and to show up as our true selves, whoever that looks like in this particular chapter. So we might find that this eclipse pushes us towards endings and subsequent new beginnings that are very much aligned with our long-term goals goals and long-term changes that again are pushing us towards more independence standing up for ourselves kind of like just taking charge and taking action and being courageous in our lives this is about understanding the relationship that you have with yourself how are you truly taking charge of your life how are you truly taking action towards the things that you want to experience how are you truly stepping up and being courageous in your own life this is a time of learning what you are truly made of like y'all know I talk a lot about like resilience and discipline that kind of stuff like how resilient are you you are very resilient you are very strong you are very courageous but you may not recognize your own power within yourself right so this is like a reckoning a coming to terms of like this is truly how powerful I am and I get to see that for myself so look in your natal chart and you can see what house Aries uh, rules in your chart and the easiest way that I've described this on this show very recently is by using the Chani app a, a listener of the show actually put me on to the Chani app hey girl hey and I have been loving it so far so in the Chani app it's free you, there's like a paid version as well but you can download the app you can see your natal chart as a circle and you know if you go to like astro.com or anything like that there can be some very like advanced settings with those websites that may confuse you especially if you're newer to looking at your chart in astrology so Chani makes it really easy and it also is defaulted to whole sign system so I find that it's much easier to kind of understand what is happening using that so I often will like look to the app to look at my chart to either learn how to interpret things or as I'm learning astrology like that's kind of where I'm going so if you look at the Chani app you'll basically see a circle and in the circle it'll have all the names of the different signs of the uh, zodiac printed outside so even even if you don't like have any planet in a sign I'm saying that right you have all of the signs on your chart and you'll notice that so wherever you see the sign of Aries look to the number that's on the inner ring of that sign and then you look up that astrological house so you can say like astrological house 
three or astrological house five and you'll see what that house rules so to break this down in my chart aries rules house number three and when i look up astrological house number three i learned that the third house rules communication relationships with siblings or neighbors mental activity travel learning writing and other creative mediums so the best way for me to interpret this is to understand that okay there are going to be some major changes coming within these areas of my life and the easiest way and the most obvious way that I'm able to interpret this is to say that there are major changes coming for the podcast I actually had a reading with an astrologer Brittany Adams you guys would have heard her episode with me on the show earlier this year and when we had our reading this was highlighted because we looked to see okay the eclipses are taking place where are they taking place in your chart obviously she noted that house three was affected and house three is about the things that I just mentioned so there are major changes coming to this podcast we are predicting that these are going to be positive changes so leave a five-star review thank you <laughs> no but we're predicting you know positive changes and I feel like um, another thing that I could see this affecting is I am currently in the process of designing and developing a planner so I've mentioned it a couple of times on this show, but I'm working with Whitney. So she's the designer that helped me to completely rebrand Manifest Daily to work on the website. And we're working on a planner. It will be available in both print and uh, digital when it's done. But I'm working on that for hopefully a, a later 2023 release, if not an early 2024 release, depending on the cost of printing and all the other things that go you know, behind the scenes in terms of cost for this. But that's another way that I can interpret this is like major change or major developments coming in that particular sector of my life so very very excited for that and that's another way that you can easily kind of understand how any of these transits are happening for you is to look to your own natal chart and look to see what particular houses you have any um, sign or planets in so let's move on to the journal prompts for the solar eclipse in Aries I have three as I mentioned earlier they will be in the show notes as well if you are not able to access them right now or to write them down so journal prompt number one is what are some areas in my life that I can move with more boldness and conviction in. I think I phrased that really weirdly, weird, weirdly, weirdly, but y'all get the vibes, okay? Number two, what are some ways that I can take courageous action towards something that I want to manifest? Again, tapping into this idea of, you know, Aries being fiery, being an action taker, being bold, being courageous. And the last journal prompt is how can I practice more courage in my day-to-day life? So this is looking more so, you know, instead of let's look at the big picture and the big goals whatever how can we actually become a bolder person how can we become a more courageous person through these day-to-day actions so yeah those are the journal prompts and they will be in the show notes as per usual About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out.
Okay, my loves, on April 20th, the sun enters Taurus. Hello, hello, Taurus season. Okay, I'm very excited because my birthday is less than a month after the sun moves into Taurus. And although I might just be celebrating with like a very simple dinner this year, I'm probably just gonna like take myself to dinner, maybe go get like a hydrofacial or something. I'm just excited because I will be starting my shopping for Bali for the Bali 2024 trip this year. Yep, I'm I'm that person, okay? Very much tourist vibes, very much trying to get like my travel, you know, my travel like preparations together as early in advance as I can. And yeah, that involves me shopping for my swimsuit this year. So yeah, Bali 2024, link in the show notes if you're trying to join me on the trip. So the sun in Taurus asks us to slow down, asks us to bask in our earthly pleasures, to truly fall in love with life again. Taurus is like Libra, ruled by Venus. And again, there are these vibes of pleasure, sensuality, just goodness, and enjoying all of the, again, the earthly pleasures, all of the things that appeal to our five senses on this earth. This is a time of allowing yourself to indulge in whatever comforts you love. Maybe this means that you're going out in nature and you're taking a hike. Maybe this means you're finally booking a reservation at that amazing new restaurant that you've been dying to try. Maybe this means you're finally taking the plunge and investing in that gorgeous dress that you've seen online that you've been eyeing that you have like saved on Instagram and TikTok and all the things on Pinterest, okay? <laughs> Maybe that's what it means for you. Whatever it is, it is your time to see, smell, taste, touch, and hear the beautiful and tangible things that we get to enjoy in this human experience. We are spiritual beings, but remember that we are having a human experience and this human experience is temporary. So what can you enjoy in this moment in these days while you are here on earth Taurus is also quite grounding so I love to use this season to reflect on what habits that I'm cultivating in my own life simply because this also surrounds my solar return so as I get ready to turn 29 this year I'm thinking about you know what it is that I've done since my 28th birthday how do I feel about you know entering this new chapter of my life like what does this mean for any way that I plan to approach life differently or approach my routines differently my habits differently all that good stuff this is also a really good time to ask yourself if you are aligned with your long-term goals like if the way that you're living is aligned with your long-term goals and where can you invite more pleasure into your life but also where can you invite more routine and more stability again you know Taurus is a big fan of routine and stability so asking yourself where you can invite more of that into your life is going to be key for this Taurus season On April 21st, Mercury retrogrades in Taurus. So we left off the last section with like a really good question that we have to answer during this particular retrograde season. And that is how can we examine our habits, our routines, and our mindsets in order to make sure that we are aligned with our best lives and aligned with our long-term goals and our manifestations? So when Mercury retrogrades in Taurus, we're rethinking the way in which stability exists or perhaps doesn't exist in our lives. We are assessing some of the other areas that Taurus is also associated with, such as our home, our finances, our assets, what we're putting into our bodies, like how we're fueling our bodies, and the ways in which we are allowing or possibly not allowing ourselves to indulge in pleasures in this earthly realm. So this can be thought of as a time of reassessment, like a check-in period with our ourselves. I know that retrogrades can often bring up this fear for a lot of people or people just kind of like joke about it. They're like, oh, like this is going wrong. Mercury must be in retrograde. Like this sucks. What's going on with the planets? Oh, Mercury must be in retrograde. And it's become like this long standing joke at this point. But I want y'all to rethink the idea of retrogrades. I don't want you to ever be afraid of anything that's happening in terms of astrology. Like again, bringing this back to my several chats about Saturn, um, Saturn return recently and how there is this like very negative like view of Saturn return and people kind of being like it's just the time where the, the end of your 20s or late 20s early 30s just sucks and you're just gonna go through all this shit and it's like okay like are you looking at it as a time of just everything in your life sucking or are you looking at it as a time of being presented with challenges that are meant to put you on the path of your destiny and to help you grow into this amazing person that you were always meant to be so there is an opportunity here to flip the switch and to really change our 
perspective and our perception of retrogrades. And that's exactly which I, what I want y'all to do for this season. So think of retrogrades as a time of reflection, as a time of reassessment, as a time of really looking at the things that whatever um, particular sign we're talking about when it comes to the retrograde, like whatever the sign is associated with as, as thinking of this as a time of reassessment and reevaluation for those particular things. So how can you work on your budget to be a better fit for your goals moving forward? How can you clean up your diet to fuel your body better? How can you perhaps decorate your home or your office or your space to feel more aligned with your soul? Again, this is reassessing and redirecting. This is a great time to simply check in with ourselves and allow ourselves to gain more clarity on where we are actually headed. my beautiful souls thank you so much for listening to this episode and listening to this energy report i know we typically do the card pulls at the end of this episode but i won't even lie to y'all i am feeling so completely drained i feel like i've just been just like not sleeping enough and like overworking myself y'all know how i get so i am gonna actually end this episode here i might end up doing the card polls over on instagram on my story or perhaps on geneva in the manifestly geneva chat so either follow me on instagram or check out the geneva or perhaps i might just do a whole different episode and split up the card polls and do a podcast um, with just those. But either way, I apologize if that was something that you were really looking forward to in this episode. Hopefully the rest of the energy report was like super helpful and it's just gonna help you prepare for this month ahead. I hope you have a beautiful April. Thank you so much for being here as per usual. Please feel free to leave a five-star review. If you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoyed the show, it really helps in terms of getting the show in front of other listeners and people who may enjoy it. So again, I wanna thank you so much for being here for supporting and I will chat with you in the very next episode. Bye my love. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.